Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Actually, uh, my friend Nick just texted during the uh, break. Uh, I meant, made reference to concrete. Now, keep in mind, I am not a handyman. I think I've made that abundantly clear. We all have skills in life, right? I've got mine, you've got yours, and you might be very good at some things, and I'm very good at the other things. The only thing is, the stuff at which you excel, and probably the things that matter the most in life, the things at which I excel, nobody really cares. Oh, you can memorize Shakespeare. Whoop-de-doo. Can you pour concrete? Uh, that'd be a no. Uh, but uh, water and rain is actually good for concrete during the curing process. Obviously, you can't pour during rain, but after 8 to 10 hours, constant water is perfect. Well, thank you, uh, Nick. I appreciate uh, Mr. Orticelli's uh, feedback. He, he's like, uh, he's one of the guys who's become my, uh, my, uh, my off-air uh, producer and corrector of misstatements, uh, which I appreciate. Thank you uh, very much, Nick. I appreciate it. Um, plus, I got to be super nice to him because the dude is cut like, uh, like a weightlifter, bodybuilder dude. And uh, yeah, I'm glad he's in my corner. Anyway, <laughs> it's uh, 10 minutes after four at News Radio 930 WBEN. Great to have you with us. And we're talking about um, something which is near and dear, hopefully to your heart. So far, it has been. I'm uh, going to spend a little more time on this, and I'm going to switch gears and get into other stuff. But um, what, what do people talk about? The weather. Remember that scene in The Sopranos where, uh, was it Lorraine was not kicking up to Johnny Sack and Phil Leotardo went in with the phone book and uh, she tried making small talk because she knew that she wasn't kicking up to Johnny Sack and Phil knew she was trying to make small talk and said, and how about the humidity? (laughs) But anyway, uh, talking about the weather. Um, hey, if it's good enough for Phil Leotardo, it's good enough for me. So anyway, as if he's a real person. Now, he's an actor, Frank Vincent, who is no longer with us. But um, it, if you're just joining us, uh, again, this isn't a program about me. Okay, I, I can only use my personal experiences as a groundwork to get your phone calls and see what you have to think. And uh, I will say... Uh, without, you know, again, it's not about me. It's I'm not that narcissistic. Um, we all have our favorites. Uh, we have our favorite football teams. We have our favorite sports, our favorite foods, etc. And we have our favorite weather. And I've made no bones over the years that my favorite season is summer. The ideal day for me would be clear skies, 80 to 85 degrees, and lots of sunshine, and maybe low humidity. If there's higher humidity, I can deal with that. That's not the end of the world. I am not, however, 
and again, don't hate me. I have enough Buffalo credentials in my background that I have earned the right to say this. I'm not a fan of winter. I just don't like it. I don't like having to put on boots to go out. I don't enjoy winter. I know many of you do, and perhaps if you uh, ski or do other outside things in the winter with a snowmobile or whatever, uh, you might have a totally different perspective on it. I might have a different perspective on it if I did those things, but summer, I'm afraid, it always has been my favorite season, even going back to being a little boy. It was my favorite season. Therefore, uh, this past summer, please understand, and again, this is about you. Do you live for summer or do you live for fall winter or spring personally i live for summer and i told you what my ideal day happens to be and unfortunately we have such a limited window uh, of summer here in western new york that uh, do, do you not believe that you need to spend as much time as you possibly can enjoying summer in western new york i think you do I think that's why you see a lot of uh, establishments that have outside patios uh, and live music, perhaps, with the outside patios. They do very, very well in the summertime because there are a lot of us who believe that you got to spend as much time as you possibly can outside. Now, I was hoping to hear, and I thought we might without my prompting, but I'd love to hear from those of you who have boats because it must not Am, am I wrong? It must not have been a very good season for boating because of all of the rain, all of the wind, and frankly, it was a little bit chilly. Um, and again, when you're sitting outside and it's July and you have to make a trip to the car to bring back a couple of jackets, then you have to make another trip to the car to bring back your uh, your blanket that you have in case of emergencies, and it's July, that was a little bit disheartening, not going to lie. But some of you, some of you live for fall, and this pumpkin spice stuff is getting totally out of hand. What's next, pumpkin spice aftershave, or do they already make that? I don't use aftershave, but they probably already do. Uh, but nothing can compete with Bellavia's cologne. I'm not a big cologne guy, but he, David always smells delicious. I'm not going to lie. That might sound really weird to say that about another dude, especially a dude with a Medal of Honor to his credit, but he always smells delicious. In fact, uh, he should receive the Medal of Good Smell, actually. But uh, anyway, in addition to the Medal of Honor... Um, your thoughts, what kind of a grade would you give the summer? Now, some of you have been giving letter grades, and I guess that's okay. I mean, who am I to determine? I just use a number system, 0 to 10, and frankly, this summer was a 3 for me, at best a 4. It, I feel, do, do you all? does anybody out there feel like we kind of got gypped out of summer? Uh, those of you who do work outside, those of you in the landscaping business, uh, what kind of a did, did, did the summer weather or lack thereof have any effect on you whatsoever? Because um, I, I have to believe that it did, because even the guy who mows my lawn, um, he basically is always looking at the weather forecast, trying to figure out which is going to be the day he's going to come out to mow. 803. 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, your favorite season of the year is what and why? And, I, you know, one of the reasons I love summer is summer is one of those low-maintenance times of the year, okay? Now, look, I've mentioned this before. Personally, I enjoy wearing a suit. 
I People mock me for it, but I enjoy wearing a suit because wearing a suit makes me feel better about myself. And I think when you dress up better, you are going to feel better about yourself too. Okay, definitely think there's a mind-suit connection going on. But uh, at the same time, I also enjoy being rather casual. And it's a great feeling in the summertime to just throw on a pair of shorts and a T-shirt and some flip-flops and go outside. Whereas in the wintertime, it's an arduous process, especially if you've got little kids around the house. Okay, got the winter coat. Got the boots. How about the gloves? Or is today a mitten day? And how about a hat? And then you put the hat on. Your hair is shredded the rest of the day. Um, it It's just very, to me, winter is inconvenient. Then, of course, you uh, park your car outside, um, let's say overnight. You got to brush it off or, God forbid, scrape the ice off first thing in the morning. You're trying to get to work whenever it is you work, and you're trying to scrape all this stuff off your car. Then 5 o'clock rolls around if that's your schedule. You get out to the car. It's already dark out, and you got to repeat the whole process all over again. Some of you cheat and start your cars with the remote starter. I envy you. I haven't a remote starter. Uh, 803-803. 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. On a scale of 0 to 10, how would you grade the summer of 23, and what is your favorite season of the year? Now, I wonder the people who say they love fall the most. Nobody has mentioned foliage. Nobody has mentioned football. Uh, Some of the festivals have come up, in particular uh, the Fall Fest uh, that takes place on uh, Columbus Day weekend in uh, Ellicottville. Uh, Some of you enjoy going there. And uh, I don't know if uh, anybody's going to call in on this subtopic of the topic, but uh, is there an event or a festival that you attend or by which you live that um, has, quite frankly, almost gotten too big for itself and started noticing this uh, last summer or possibly the summer before, but uh, the businesses, uh, restaurants, and what have you in uh, Main Street in Williamsville, they do music on Main, and they have bands at pretty much every venue in the village of Williamsville. But the problem is, and it's not really a problem because you want to draw people, okay? The problem is it draws so many people now that it's almost as though if you don't get there by 6.30, good luck finding a place to park anywhere close to where you want to be. Some people have the parking horseshoe. You know what that is, right? No matter where they go, how crowded it is, they pull into a lot and, like, the the sea parts before them and they walk unmolested. They park unmolested and right by the venue. Well, that's the opposite of your humble host. Uh, I have the worst parking luck of anybody. 803 803- 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And at least, I'm going to say this is a metaphor for the summer of 2023. Wanted to go to Burger Fest in Hamburg. It had been many a year since I'd attended Burger Fest, and... um, It was my first date with a lovely young lady. And I was really looking forward to being there and enjoying some music and maybe a burger. Don't mind the gout. Um, And just as we got five minutes away from the venue, the heavens opened up 
and I kind of wished my car was a canoe because it probably would have been a lot better uh, in terms of transportation. Uh, that, to me, was a metaphor. You look forward to something so much, you want to experience it, and then the minute it's going to start or the minute you arrive, the rain just washes it out. As I mentioned, however, I, I might have been the victim of premature mm, spec speculation uh, because uh, some of my buddies in the local bands did get a set in or a whole performance in which surprises the heck out of me because it was raining so heavily I didn't even think there was going to be a chance that they were going to be able to set up their gear that's how rainy it was uh, 803-0930 is the phone number star 930 on the cell phone 1-800-616-WBEN and I'd love to hear from boaters was this a good year for boaters not such a good year for boaters um, I mean, the windier it is and the bigger a boat you have, my understanding is, the harder it is to control because you're presenting a, you're presenting a, a wide front, if you will, for the wind to come swooping down at you. It is uh, Bowerly with you on the radio. And uh, you want to chime in here on your favorite season and your grade, uh, either from 0 to 10 or a, uh, a letter grade for the summer of 2023. So if I'm going to give it a 3 at tops of four numerically, I'm going to say that uh, to me, you know what? I'm, I'm having a hard time not giving the summer of 2023 an F. I'm going to give it a D minus, a D minus for all of the reasons I mentioned previously on the program. It just wasn't my kind of summer, but at least in terms of the phone calls that we took, the majority of you. We're totally content with the summer of 2023, and uh, you can't do anything about the weather. I understand that. You've got to make do with uh, what you've got. But uh, a lot of you are big fans of fall, and uh, the fall foliage haven't really – do you know it's starting already? Have you noticed that? Um, and depending on where you live and the kinds of trees that are around where you live – Already, you might be feeling that crunching of the dead leaves underneath your feet. Oh, yeah, that delightful feeling of because you know what's coming next, right? What's coming next is the leaf blower and the tarp and hauling everything out to the curb. And uh, by the time they come to collect the leaves, they're already blown onto my lawn. So you could live in Orchard Park and, and, and put your leaves in your curb. And I'm going to tell you, within an hour, they're all going to be at my house. Okay? <laughs> it's just a certain law of nature. I, I must confess, one has to laugh about these things. When one does not have any trees because you don't like raking leaves um, and then you end up raking everybody else's, it's a little bit discouraging, not going to lie. Uh, 803-0930, the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, but at least I will say this much, the uh, <clears throat> black walnut tree, that was in back of the garage. Without the black walnut tree, fall is a lot more enjoyable. And because the uh, western uh, view from my home is no longer impacted by the black walnut tree, that allows me to stretch out summer just a little bit more. And remember, I'm sure you've noticed this. Remember June 21st, how, how light it was and how late it was when it was light? And now... It gets very dark very, very soon, and it's only going to get worse. 
and uh, I suppose we'll have to revisit the whole clock adjustment thing at some point in the not-too-distant future. Um, all right, we'll get into some other stuff coming up after uh, 4.30. Apparently, this thing has played itself out, but don't worry because I've, I've always got stuff that I've been dying to do, so it's all good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All righty. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, thank you for your calls and the whole season thing. All right. I uh, appreciate that. But uh, many of you seem to prefer the cooler weather. And I would suggest that if you're living and listening in Buffalo, you're probably uh, in the right place place especially especially this past summer now uh, I want to go back to uh, something that just came to me off the top of my head when I was uh, doing the very beginning of the show let me just take a sip of my beverage if you don't mind Mm-mm-mm. ah yes zero calorie vitamin water folks I'm all about the zero calorie vitamin water anyway I wonder if that's what gave me the kidney stone I better look into that anyway hi how you doing uh I made reference to something at the beginning of the program. I'd like to revisit it and see if I can get any fish on the line. Okay? That would be you. I've just I've officially now called you a fish. Are you offended? I hope not. Anyway, um, it dawned on me, sometimes I have these random thoughts, and uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, for various reasons, um, as you know, I am the bionic man. Like, pretty much every part of my body has been operated on in the past six years or so. And, I mean, you got to laugh about it. Otherwise, uh, you'd go absolutely crazy. And nothing ever goes like it's supposed to go. There's always something that just happens uh, that's got to be taken care of. It's 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 kind of humorous. I, I don't mind telling you. But So I'm sitting uh, today uh, at one of the imaging places. I'll put it that way. And... The thought again hit me, as it has hit me before. What should Buffalo be known for in the future? I I want you to put, I'm going to steal this from Mrs. Goldberg in kindergarten at Brighton Elementary. I want you to put your thinking caps on. And, and by the way, 
kind of funny because back in 1968, 69, a Jewish teacher could actually bring in a menorah and explain the significance of Hanukkah without getting into trouble. And she could also do a dissertation on the origins of Santa Claus and Christmas without getting into trouble. Try that today. I don't know that you could. But anyway, I digress. I think things were a lot more chill in some ways in the late 60s and early 1970s uh, along along those lines. I mean, God, if a teacher brought a menorah in today, oh my goodness, there would be all kinds of hell to pay. And it's, it's really unfortunate because for all the talk about cultural diversity that we have, um, maybe we should make an effort to... Uh, be a little bit more diverse in terms of uh, learning about what the various major faiths of the world are all about and how traditions began. And uh, maybe that's a way to bridge the gap um, in in the United States. And who knows, maybe elsewhere. I mean, a little knowledge, little knowledge never hurt nobody. Uh, and yes, that was ironically stated. But I was thinking to myself, what should Buffalo be known for in the future? What is the future of Western New York? How do we, in this, in particular, in this era of um, our jobscape in the United States, has changed dramatically? For example, with the pandemic, so many people, maybe yourself, have discovered the joy of working from home. Now, I happen to know a very beautiful young lady who has been working from home for years, well before the pandemic. And I'm going to tell you something. She puts in a heck of a lot more than eight hours of work every day. Trust me, I know. She really does. And she loves working from home. And there's no reason for her to be at the office whatsoever anymore and I've done a 180 on this, any more than there's any reason for me to be at the radio station. Because, frankly, like your business, going into the radio station most days, it's like it's like a black, empty hole. You just see a couple of people, and that's about it. Um, and, and the reason I go in, believe it or not, is... And I'm not trying to kiss anybody's behind here. I actually like talking to Tim Wenger. I mean, after all these years, I kind of like talking to Tim, and I like to touch base with him at least a few times a week when he's not too busy to talk. But anyway, getting back to it, uh, the changing American workscape. I was thinking to myself, we might do something on that in the next hour. I'm not 100% sure on that yet. But I was thinking about the future of our area and what our future should be, and I came to two conclusions. See, this is what I do when I wait. Okay, I try to think, try to utilize my time. First of all, and this is going to be something that I said at the beginning of the program. First of all, we need to recognize something. And it should have become apparent within the past year with all of the talk about drought out west. We need fresh water. As human beings, we need fresh water. And I stated this many, many years ago, even back in the 1980s, certainly in the 1990s, that if Western New York was ever going to have an economic renaissance, if Western New York was ever going to flourish, we needed to understand the importance of the Great Lakes. And that is why, and this shocks people when anybody on WBEN says this, believe it or not, I'm an ardent environmentalist. 
I am. I believe that the Great Lakes need to be protected at all costs because without fresh water, you, my friend, and your family, you're in a world of hurt. And again, just read some of the news stories about what happened when Lake Mead basically dried up. I mean, yeah, they found a whole bunch of mob hits uh, in the lake, but uh, there's also a real problem there. When lakes start to dry up um, because they're just not getting enough uh, rain. And then, of course, when it does rain in some spots, they get so much of it that they get flash flooding. So it's almost like you can never strike the perfect balance. But here in western New York, we are blessed by our location. And if you look back in history, uh, maybe they didn't teach you this in school, but I'll let you in on a little secret. Um, Back in the 1820s, we in New York State built the Erie Canal. And, you know, I've used the word before, chrono snobbery. We tend to think that the world began when we were born, that nothing happened before. And then we also think that, wow, people back then were so stupid. Really? Well, you look at the Roman aqueducts. Um, They weren't exactly stupid, were they? The Romans were absolute geniuses when it came to obtaining and utilizing fresh water to keep their civilized population properly hydrated. The uh, Erie Canal was built so that there would be a direct connection between the Great Lakes and the burgeoning cities, the the growing cities of the Great Lakes, uh, and grain and iron ore, etc., Uh, Human beings, the traffic in human beings, and I don't mean what we think of today because that's just hideous. I'm talking about uh, the migration of people. It was a lot easier to get on a boat and take the Erie Canal to wherever its terminus was going to be, the end of it was going to be, and then hop on a Great Lakes freighter if you wanted to set up shop in uh, Minnesota or Illinois or any place like that. Doing it via carriage Good luck. You're, I, don't know how, I don't know how these people back then actually had backs left by the time they were 25 with the bumpy roads and the, they didn't exactly have uh, you know, Cadillac horse-drawn carriages. But I, I digress. The Erie Canal is still, to this day, an absolute marvel of human achievement and accomplishment. And I don't think it is terribly exaggerating to say the Erie Canal, part of which is right here in western New York, is as impressive as the Great Pyramid or the Sphinx. The engineering that went into the the design and the construction of the Erie Canal, given the fact that we're talking about 200 years ago, was absolutely startling, absolutely remarkable. And what's really interesting is a lot of the Erie Canal followed some of the ancient Native American paths, and the New York State Thruway, much later on, kind of followed the course of the Erie Canal. And yet, back in the 1820s, they knew what they were doing, and they didn't have satellite views of the planet. They had to do everything the old-fashioned way. And a lot of Irish laborers were involved in building the Erie Canal, and legend has it. Now, whether this is an urban myth or it was, tr- uh, uh, or it's true, I haven't the slightest. But supposedly, uh, the people who contracted to do the work for the Erie Canal would put a barrel of whiskey a uh, hundred feet or a hundred yards from the workers, and they'd say, "Look, when you dig this out, 
you get yourself a nice big old glass of whiskey. And that was done to encourage the laborers to work faster and more efficiently. And for a while, there was a great deal of debate over where the end, where the terminus of the Erie Canal should be. Because they knew, Buffalo's leading luminaries knew, even in the 1820s, that wherever the Erie Canal ended was going to be the city of the western part of New York State. And there was a battle, well not a military battle, but there was a political battle uh, that involved Black Rock, yes, Black Rock, and what is now the city of Buffalo. And what is now the city of Buffalo won out because they did some dredging work. It's a complicated and long story, but it is actually going somewhere, and it does have a, a point to it. Um, the city of Buffalo became the city of Buffalo because of the Erie Canal. And because of some very far-sighted thinkers, the city of Buffalo became the end point of the Erie Canal. So people and, and product would come from the New York area, take that long, arduous journey up the Erie Canal. I got a gal, her name is Sal, 15 miles in the Erie Canal. Then they'd hop on a Great Lakes freighter and they'd be off to Chicago or wherever. Now hold that thought because uh, I want to talk about our future in this area and what you see is the best chance for a great future in Western New York. And I'm going to need your help on this one. So Pay careful attention. So I was thinking in uh, one of the imaging places where I was waiting this morning, and uh, to make it worse, the physician forgot to send the script, so I have to reschedule, but that's another story. So anyway, um, I was thinking about what is Buffalo's future going to be, and I'm taking you through a little walk through Buffalo's past, and the city of Buffalo became the city of Buffalo because it was the end point, it was the terminus of the Erie Canal. And once the Erie Canal um, was completed and Buffalo became its end point, what we now think of as the city of Buffalo became the king of, or would that be, the queen city of the lakes. Yeah, the queen city of the lakes and basically the king city of the western part of New York State. And there's a reason for that, because fresh water, fresh water. Oh, I suppose we could have done it with an ocean, but let's not go there quite yet. Um, At the time of the building of the Erie Canal, as I mentioned earlier, the best way for you to transport people or goods was via water. Why? We didn't have the interstate system. We didn't have paved roads. And there were times of the year where road travel was virtually impossible. And railroad travel... Um, was in its day, especially at its inception, railroad travel was not exactly as safe as commercial airline travel is today. There was a famous cartoon way back in the mid-1800s, a railroad owner forced to ride his own rails, and they show this guy hanging on by his fingernails, obviously sweating bullets and very, very concerned. So uh, railroads, people had a a love-hate relationship uh, with with the railroads. In fact, there was uh, a terrible accident uh, not very far from here, in which the very famous American hymn writer Philip Bliss um, was killed along with his entire family. 
um, because a bridge collapsed. Uh, it was a badly designed bridge with the wrong material. It collapsed, and that was not an uncommon occurrence. So the water, despite the shipwrecks of the lakes, despite the white storms that can happen on the lakes, uh, the unexpected rogue waves, lake travel, water travel was the best way to get from point A to point B and to get your product to market, okay? Now, that was then, this is now. We don't really use the Erie Canal all that much. Oh, some of you with boats, I know you do. I'm kind of jealous in a way, but Tim Wenger once told me, Tom, there are two great moments in a boater's life, the day he buys the boat and the day she sells the boat. Never forgot that. Thank you, Tim. But uh, what is Buffalo going to be in the future, and how do we maximize the chances for success? And the reason I spent so much time talking about the canal is that it is axiomatic that if you are going to have civilization, if you are going to have human life, you need fresh water. And I will repeat what I said earlier. You will not find anybody who is more defensive of the Great Lakes than your humble host. What we put into the Great Lakes, including wind turbines, which should never be put into the Great Lakes, and, of course, the runoff from farms, from industry, and everything else. Our Great Lakes, to me, are absolutely sacred because they are vital. They're necessary for life. So we've got that. We have one of the essential building blocks of civilization, and we look at it almost every day, and we take it for granted. Lake Erie, and then for those of you up north, Lake Ontario, and maybe some of, some of you are listening, and you're by uh, Huron, Superior, Michigan, uh, Georgian Bay, which is some people call that the sixth great lake. But I want to continue this on the other side, because I think Buffalo can take advantage of the natural resource that we have of fresh water and add to it something modern as we move forward, because all of Western New York cannot be based on football. Now, the Buffalo Bills, despite a very disappointing performance from Josh Allen and the team the other night, Buffalo Bills, my opinion, the single greatest PR tool this area happens to have. But I think that we can take this a little step further. So my question is going to be, if you were running things, what do you believe the future of Western New York should be based upon? Upon what do you believe our future should be based? I've got an idea. I want to run it by you. And you might have better ideas than I have. And you don't have to be liberal. You don't have to be conservative. Uh, I don't care what your political view is. Um, that doesn't matter because we all want a better community in which to live. Correct? Yeah, correct. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.